I am a bunny. Hello, and welcome to D&D Valiant Odyssey, a live play podcast played by a group of friends with nothing better to do. We're here today with the final installment of this here set of episodes, which means that we're getting very, very close to the end of season one. Guys, if you haven't caught up on all the action at D&D Valiant Odyssey, we encourage you to go back and listen to our previous episodes. The story is epic and the conclusion is coming. So get prepared for the Odyssey. So at that, you watch as this change begins to occur. Occur. You see that Beogrim is changing into this giant stag and you can see that uh, Leonidas is almost shrinking in size and changing into this hair-like hybrid of a Leonin and a rabbit. Uh, you watch then as Siraj looks towards you, Micah, and says, where are the others? Looks towards you, Zen, as well. You said there were more. Yeah, like 30-something of them. We separated them into other rooms. She looks towards you and she says, I'll take care of them. You take care of these guys. And you watch as Arden stands and says, we've got this, honey. Don't you worry. Snaps his knuckles. And you watch as she disappears and a blue flash appears up the stairs and she begins moving to sort that problem out. How are we handling it? Uh, non-lethal damage, bro. At that, Arden looks to both of you, Micah, and also Zen, and says, now I know you. these two have annoyed you in the past, but let's try not to kill them with... Deliberate force, even though they're going to try and do that to you. I'll try. Let's go. And you watch as he charges up his hands. Uh, roll your initiatives. Neat. All right. So that brings us to first up. We have we have Leonidas in his bunny form. <laughs> what would you like to do? Are we are we aligned? Or are we kind of basically we're both we're just you two have a burning desire to attack anything that is not like you. Okay. Yep. No, fair enough. So we're not aligned. I'm wearing a mask. That's all I'm saying. Um, you sense a sort of camaraderie between yourself and um, Leo. They must be destroyed. At that, it brings us to Leo's turn. Leo is going to dash as far up the stairs mm-hmm. as possible towards mm-hmm. the room w- rooms with the people in it. Okay. Uh, as you make your way up to the door, the closest one... Uh, as he runs past you, Zendardus, you strike out with a melee weapon towards him. Uh, four points of damage. You bonk Much. him on the head with the staff. You take four points of damage and you rush up the stairs to the central door where you can hear voices underneath. As you get there and you start scratching at it, um, you can hear screams coming from inside. What would you like to do? Uh, open the door. As you go to open the door, it seems to be locked. Punch the door. Okay, so you can do that on your next turn because oh, dash was, was your oh, action. Right, yeah, right. Oh. Yep. Um, so as you stand there, is that your turn? Uh, yes. All right, cool. Micah, you're up. What did Bay turn into? It was a, a stag. Uh, a stag. Mm. Big old elk. Ooh. Make my way over to the elk and um, mumble, you were the only one that's ever been nice. And take a swing with a glaive. <laughs> Go for it. As you begin walking towards him, Glaive dragging across the ground, Micah, you hear Arden say to you, Non-lethal, I know. Micah, sweep the floor. And as you begin sweeping the floor in that motion, you sweep the Glaive up into... That is an 18 to hit. 14, my DC. 
you smash it up into his chest, uh, hearing the words of encouragement from Arden. That's nine points of damage. That's 12 points of damage. And then um, bonus action, bonus attack with the butt of the pole arm. That's 15. That hits. That is another five points of damage. So you just go to town sweeping along the floor. Your glaive sweeps up into his chest. And then as you sweep the other way, you hit him on the head with the top of the glaive. Um, almost like you, you are literally sweeping a floor. Uh, Zendatus, you're up. I chase uh, Leonidas up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I get to just the very top, I cast Hex on him with strength as the disadvantage. Yep. To stop him from breaking in. <laughs> then I cast Eldritch Blast uh, on him. Okay. Was Hex a bonus action? Yes. Okay. Go for it. That is 17 to hit. Yes, it most definitely hits. Okay, <laughs> then I get uh, eight points of damage, uh, some force, some necrotic, all non-lethal. So force and necrotic, I believe, is full damage for you. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that your turn, Zendatis? Uh, Yes. Bagram, you're up. Mike is standing right in front of me, so that's basically my main target, and he just hurt me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to hit him back again, just a, a hooves attack. Go for it. That oh. definitely hits. <laughs> <laughs> I may have been too cocky about this. <laughs> 18 damage. How are you looking, Bagram? <laughs> the Bagram is actually looking pretty... I'm not, I'm not hurt yet. So as the glaive comes and bonks this elk on the head you watch as this hoof just stomps straight into the top of your face and the second one comes straight back down as well I look proper fucked mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> alright and that's, that's that's all I can do at the moment so I, I can I can run away but so I still get all uh, my uh, like spells and stuff from yourself yeah yep. yeah 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 cool. yep I, what, so I can hide yes <laughs> as an elk <laughs> nah I don't, I, um, I'm going to disengage actually. Yep. I'm going to use it to disengage. And then I've got Can you, oh, right, because you're 60 right. feet of movement. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to disengage and basically kind of uh, probably kind of charge the far side of the room. Okay. I've, I've got a charge attack and yeah. So you so, wheel back around as you're yeah, trying to back, turn around and yeah, then so discharge. Yeah. As you get pummeled, basically, Micah, you watch as... Um, Arden, who was sipping on his tea, just sort of swallows harshly. He says, well, this just got serious. And you watch as he pushes his tea down onto one of the um, the platters for serving that is now resting on a table. And as he turns around, he sort of rubs his hands together and expands them out. And you see this fractals of ice begin to form between his hands and he pushes them up into the sky. And as he does so, you watch as the sky above this elk begins to turn into this snowstorm and these hailstorms and Shards of ice just begin to fall down from the sky. You need to make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. Uh, net one plus three is four. Very I good. Think. You take 28 points of bludgeoning and cold damage. Oh, that knocks me out. Does it? Yep. Yeah. I right. like 25, so that knocks me out. And you get knocked out completely by this ice storm, basically, that's forming above you. Yep. Uh, at that, you watch as Artem begins moving up the stairs. He moves basically to the base of the stairs and he says... Leonidas, I know you're not yourself, but you need to stop immediately. 
<laughs> uh, at that, it brings us to your turn, Leonidas. I'm, I'm guessing that had no effect. Absolutely none. Neil boy. All right, yeah. sweet. The um, powerful effect of this magic, the desire to do well for the primordial titan of darkness is just overwhelming your senses. Uh, so so I'm, it probably hasn't been an hour yet, right? Uh, yeah, because Michael went to actually get... Oh, okay. So how, yeah. long, how long did that take? Probably like an hour. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to turn and go to Zen and basically just multi-attack him. Go for it. You can do a weapon attack and a bite. Or you okay. can do a sword and a bite. So could because I got to use the the rat stats, right? Yep. Yeah. So could I use a bow attack? Yep. Sure. Thing? Yep. Like could two bow attacks or just no? You can't do two. Has, one has, absolutely has to be a bite. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yep. Yeah. So so I'll, you can shoot and then run in. Yeah. If you want. I'll shoot and then run in. Yep. Cool. So roll your attack using the uh, the stats of your rat stat bunny. I am a bunny. Split oh, eight. Uh, miss. That misses, and then you rush in with the bite. And then 17 plus whatever the bite is. Mm-hmm. So your bite will be a plus four. Yeah, so 21. Yep. Yep, that's it. So roll a d4 and then plus two to it. Nice. Max Six points of damage. damage. Mm. Yep, so you feel this bite go into your forearm as you try to block him away as Leonidas begins rushing towards you. Uh, that then brings us to Micah's turn. Do I have a clear line of sight? I'd say no because of the stairs and the banisters. And yeah. the two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're I'm insignificant at this uh, yeah, point. No, I think <laughs> you, come, you come heal me if you want. I wow. just make my way towards Bay and just try to restrain him in case he happens to wake up. Uh, yep, which is easy enough to do because he is unconscious. Yep. So you can do that without a without a contest from him. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you just basically sit on top of him and grab his, um, his elk <laughs> head by the horns and you're just holding him there in case he squirms. Uh, that then brings us to Zendardis' turn. Yep. Uh, I'm going to pivot um, around the back of uh, Leonidas. Mm-hmm. Radonidas. That's your new name. I really like that. I'm going to cast Mind Sliver. Now, you need to make an intelligence save. I dodged it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a foul. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Uh, let me just quickly confirm. Okay, cool. The target. Okay, so you take one d six of psychic damage. Oh, my brain! You take four points of uh, uh, damage, uh, psychic damage, and the next roll, next saving throw that you make, mm-hmm. you need to. Uh, you take so you, mm-hmm. one off your next saving throw. Cool. Right. I also cast healing word on myself because damn. Okay. Uh, that's one. D4, isn't it? Healing word is, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. That's two plus my... Charisma modifier, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So that's five points. So cool, I'm back up to 14 again. All right. Death save. (laughs) Death saving throw, please, Bagram. Seven. No, that's a one. Okay, so you lose two death saves. Okay, so if you lose one more, your character dies. (laughs) I was unconscious, not... Yeah, unconscious yeah. characters take oh, death okay. saves. Yeah, Whoops. well, if I knew that. Mm-hmm. So at that, you feel his body begin to fall limp underneath you, Micah. And as you do, you watch as the basically the piercing wounds from the hailstorm seems to have completely uh, decimated his body. Um, at that, you watch as Arden, he sees you on top of him, Micah, and he looks at you and says, 
Oh, he doesn't say anything. He just gives you a nod as if to say, you've got this right. Yes. I do not like the fact that you said that without any confidence. <laughs> um, and he will move his way up towards Leonidas and he will uh, cast Magic Missile. Uh, you take 11 points of force damage. I'm alive. Okay. So as he casts Magic Missile, you then watch as he moves his way up the rest of the staircase and he starts to veer towards the doors on the other side to try and help Siraj, who you see now vacates this room coming from the right and you watch as she's sort of ferrying people down the hall and she says to them just to stop. She says, stop, you have to wait. There's still violence happening back inside and you watch as they go inside. She closes the door and she stands there with her staff. Uh, at that we get to Radonitis's turn or Bunnyonitis's turn. Yeah, I'm just going to double melee. Go for it. Uh, a nat 20 and a three. All right. So whatever, yeah, whatever does yep. the most damage is definitely the nat 20. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, so that would be, let's say a blade attack. It would be. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So be. your blade attack, double the dice and then the bite attack will be a D four. Oh, the bite missed. Okay. Yeah. Eight. Doubled to 16. I'm down. So with one fell swoop, you watch as the smack leaves you unconscious on the stairwell. Then brings us to Micah's turn. Which color dice am I rolling? <laughs> I'm going to try to stabilize. I'm going to let um, you pick the um, die. One of the green ones because Fizz is going to help you. The 12? Pass your medicine. That's a 12. Okay. So you stabilize him. You make your way into your medical pack. You watch over the form of Bayagram and you move your hands over the wounds. You watch as a green surge begins to move from your hands and Fizz says to you, it's okay, we're going to save your friend. And that permeating light stabilizes Bayagram. So that's no more death saves, is it? No more death saves, you're stable. And I'm you will wake up. or am I one? You're at zero. You'll wake up in two hours time if you're not. Woken up beforehand. Uh, that then brings us to Zen's turn. Roll a death save for me. Uh, that is a 13. You uh, basically power through this instant. Uh, that then brings us to Bagram's turn, who's stabilized. Arden's turn. You watch as he makes his way into the door on the other side. And as he gets to that door, he's going to cast a magic missile on you again. Ratatouille. Block. <laughs> <laughs> you take... Eight points of damage. Ah, yes. I am uh, now unconscious also. All right. So you fall onto the body of Zendardus. <laughs> as you begin moving your way, or as Arden begins moving his way towards the door, you watch as he turns around to you, Micah, and says, Make sure Zendardus and Leonidas are okay. Siraj can fix them up. Don't worry. <laughs> At that, you watch as Arden begins making his way into the room, leaving you guys outside. Siraj begins to ferry different members of the party out the front door. You then watch as she makes her way towards Leonidas and she leans down towards you and touches the staff onto your shoulder. As she does that, you watch as the face mask falls off and you revert back to your usual self. It's at that point she moves over to you, Micah, Oh, sorry, you, Bayagrim, and does the same. Yep. She also restores four hit points to each of you. Cool. 
Do I need to stabilize Zed? Is he okay? She's gonna give no. you She's gonna give you four hit points too. Okay, thank God. Um so you come too as well. You look around the area, the house seemingly vacated, windows shattered. And you watch as Arden maneuvers the people past you and out the door as well. It's- Each time they move past, Siraj also makes sure that their masks can come free. Siraj looks towards you and says, This was a catastrophe that was well avoided. It's not done yet. We've still got four others down in the basement. <clears throat> I've. Do we need to... I've lost a- I can take care of the masks, Micah. We'll put them in a pile and incinerate them all. They will vacate this plane and hurt nobody anymore. Can we keep one to study? Would that be not wise? Arden says that would be incredibly unwise given the fact that the last time an incredibly powerful artifact was entrusted onto one of my guild members, it caused more problems for the city than it helped. Just spitballing. Yes, let's save this city. Right. Let's the four the of you. Did. Let's make our way back to the guild and we can talk about what just happened and our next moves. Before we leave. Um, Let's search this whole house. Uh, Harris, <laughs> we may have found something for you. I uh, nod my head to you. <laughs> Before that happens, I do pickpocket. I'm trying to get the... Uh, roll a slide of hand check. Trying to get it. Beagram, roll a slide of hand check. And Micah, <laughs> roll a perception check. You cheeky minx. All right. So as you go to reach into your pack, Micah, <laughs> it must have fallen out during the fight at some point or it has incinerated into your bag. Zen, it's, it, it's, not, it's not here. Did you take it? I didn't take it. Why would I be nodding to you if I did? Well, we were both there and I just thought, I don't. I, I swear I put it in my bag. I, I don't know what's happened. We found one of the pages of that tome that you were telling us about, Arden, but we've lost it. Do you remember what it detailed? What do we have on our hands here and is it completely destroyed? Well, it's mostly useless now. It was a spell charge to summon, well, as you can see, the demon that caused all of this. What was he called? The Gatherer. He watches Siraj, looks at him and nods. And she says, I'll have my people research anything they can about this Gatherer. Perhaps it can help us put a stop to him. And hopefully stop him from seeking revenge upon you that vanquished him. If you are the one to have landed the final blow, I suggest you keep one eye open. And look up over oh, your shoulder. Come on, man. <laughs> At all times. Do not fear, Micah. You're in good hands. I would feel no safer than by Arden's side. You watch as she begins moving across the courtyard to try and incinerate these masks. Is she out of earshot? She is now, but Arden's still with you. Yeah. Arden, is that is that a partner of yours? I was I, just picking up on some chemistry there. It is definitely <laughs> it is definitely not like that. <clears throat> we ventured together. I am my heart belongs to another. Oh, my apologies. And I'm way too old for her. You watch as <laughs> she looks the same age as him and he seems human. A 
as he looks over you all, he says, I'll make sure the five in the basement are properly restored. Please do. One of them is my father. You can definitely use this to your favor. Yes, Zen, if you want some time to go tend to your father. Yeah, we'll, we, we, we can wait here. And I wink at Leo knowing exactly what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll, I'll wait for Saharis to go down and I'll go down with her. Um, Arden's going to go down with you. And you guys do that right now. Uh, leaving Bagram and the two of you in this room. <coughs> is there anything you would like to do? Loot the house, bitch. <laughs> Investigate for treasures. Uh, roll your investigation checks. I will join. With advantage. Yep. And we'll cut to that at the end of this. So uh, remind me of your numbers at the end. All right. So as you guys pickpocket oh, the, the house of the nobles. Yeah, I've written that down. <coughs> Zen, you're on the way downstairs with Arden. And Arden looks to you and says, you said you found a page, son. How well do you trust the members of your party? Yeah. Pretty good. None of them have ever done anything wrong towards me. So you do not suspect any of them of foul play? No. Very well. It is just these pages, they they have turned everybody on their heads. Can make even the most noble person do well. Silly yeah. things. I pull out the diary and I give it to him. Yeah, obviously. As you can see, Cardonis was the one who summoned the demon. This will put a definite black spot on his good name. I think I will take that and make sure that it never sees the light of day. Fair. He says, in regards to his death. It was an accident during a party. Food poisoning. I guess we can tell the journalists to uphold their integrity in this regard. I just shrug. He puts the journal away as you get down into the basement. You watch as he moves a hand over all five of these individuals. The masks fall off and they all awaken. You watch as four of them get up and move up the stairs, being instructed by Arden to find Saharis. And your father remains. Xenophred stands and he's about as tall as Zen. You can see that he's almost a spitting image except for the horns and he has a lot less hair. However, his is still a white colour, although naturally so. He looks towards you, Zen, and he says, My my boy. Hey, Dad. You've... What are you doing here? Found an invite to a party, thought it would be a good time. Well, that's exactly what I did. Except I was trying to find uh, Cordana to give me some money for our research. Where is he, by the way? Mm. Last thing I remember was taking a sip of that delicious wine and then... I was in this drab place. How do I put this delicately? He turned into a demon and then literally turned a whole bunch of people into demonic animals. Well, that sounds incredibly fascinating, although morbid. Master Cassian, I believe my son is serving you well. And then Arden says, more than you'd know. Mr. Demerol, we need something from you. And I know this may be a, well, an improper time to ask. But we need your device, your magnometer. And he says... Well, I have it in my work pack. I can drop it to the Valiant Odyssey Adventurers Guild and you can do with it what you will. You watch as Arden says, perhaps after some time with your son, you could entrust it to him and he can drop it to us. And they both give a nod to you, Zen, as they both walk you back up out of this room. Meanwhile, you walk up and find three loot bunnies. <laughs> uh, One quite crazy. literally. Yeah. Uh, and at that, scores... 
Mm. Uh, 11, mm. 18, 18, and 13. Yep. Uh, you're all able to find between you 436 pieces of gold amongst the party members. You're able to see three silver rings that you take, whether they're magical or not, you do not know. So just amongst us all, just Yes, party, yeah. party, party loot. You can divide it later. You get a cloak that appears to be incredibly fancy uh, and you take it because it's got to be magical, the amount of <laughs> fanciness that occurs from it. Uh, and you also find a small uh, dagger that seems to have a golden encrustment upon the handle. Hands behind back as the boss comes back <laughs> with Zendardus and a man that looks incredibly like Zendardus, however a little bit older. And no horns. And no horns. Is there anything you guys would like to do before we cut back to the guild? Uh, yeah, suggestion. Uh, Bigram, you knew um, of the five that were down there from the wanted, uh, not missing yeah, posters. Missing posters yeah. uh, do you know if there was any uh, like rewards or anything <laughs> for those missing? No, they were just missing posters. They were just missing right. posters. No, no well, um, suggestion is probably that we escort them back and get renown maybe potentially have they been ushered out already by the other two not really they've been taken by Saraj to the main green but a lot of them seem to be finding their way back home but you are able to do so and escort some if you'd like as it is nighttime and there are opportunists out there yep Um, especially some of the females and mm -hmm. yep maybe younger children or if they were missing yep 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 happy to do that Okay, so I'll say that you two take your leave and and perform that task. Um, Micah, what would you be doing? Can I go back upstairs and look in the study and see if I somehow accidentally left the page or it's fallen out and backtrack our steps? Yes. As you look around, it it doesn't appear to be anywhere that you've looked. So you've either lost it or, again, it's It's incinerated or been destroyed. While I'm on my way, I also pop into Freudian's. And the dully lit green light emanates through these magical potions that seem to be sitting on the store front. As you make your way towards the counter, you can see that Freuden looks directly towards you and he says, Master Begram. It has been a while again, hasn't it? It has been just over a week. A lot can happen in a week. A lot can happen, especially uh, finding out you have a brother. Well, luckily I do. uh, Who, um... We have been acquainted to in the past. Yes, when I met you that day here at this store, let's just say that that was not the first time that I had the pleasure of hearing your name. I would assume so. Well, it was good to put you to the test. So, I, uh, your brother has tasked me with um, acquiring some things that you guys, uh, that the unseen is after, and. Um, I have uh, acquired one, so. He moves over towards you from behind the desk and you watch as he hops off his stool, disappears behind the desk for a bit, being a halfling, and then wheels around the other side, walks through it. You can see his uh, scarred eye is illuminated in the green light and he looks towards you and says, You know what, Beagram? There are members amongst our ranks who are quite mischievous, devious in their nature. They are outwardly so. You look towards them and they... They are ruffians. You know the cut of this man's jib the moment you look at them. Scoundrels. And then there are people like you. Chameleons. 
They can adapt into any situation. Present themselves as the friendliest of men. Find allies in places like the Valiant Odyssey Adventurers Guild. These people like you that we really need to watch out for, Master Begram. For the ruffians are deadly, but the chameleons, well, they will tear you apart. Chameleons like me also have loyalty to those who show loyalty back to them. Well, that you have. It doesn't matter where it actually comes from. So as long as I'm being treated well and I am, then I will definitely continue on that path. And once that, once that expires, then I will move along. He gives a nod and says, this will be remembered. And us here at the Unseen, especially my brother's faction of the Unseen, loyalty is the most valuable form of currency. And you have proven that today. And he holds out a hand in exchange for the page. Yeah. And then pass the page over. He grabs it. Pockets it and he says, Would you like to join me for a drink? Gladly. In celebration of this alliance. <laughs> Gladly. And we pan out of the window where you see two glass mugs full of scotch cheersing. And a sip taking from two recent and new allies. As we cut now to the Valiant Odyssey's Adventurers Guild. It is the following morning. Bagram, you would have eventually made your way back and gotten a few hours sleep. Micah, you are requested in the presence of Arden in his office. And as you make your way there, Arden looks to you and says, You showed some valor yesterday, and I'm proud of you. I know that's weird for you to hear. Compliments aren't your thing. Yeah, I'm a little bit uncomfortable right now. Well, you'll be getting a few more of them. As Look, son. Compliments are not friends. Sometimes they can be useful. You found yourself a nice little niche. And all of these tasks that I keep giving you, I hope that one day you'll see them of, well, value. Mm, taking a beating to get some meat is always well worth it. Well, perhaps... That talent will come in handy one day to get you out of a similar situation. Speaking of, the delivery's here. And I think that uh, you have more than one thing to prove to the delivery driver. You may want to take your glaive. <laughs> that sounds like a little bit of consent to use a little bit of force this time. Nobody fucks us over, Micah. You're a part of these walls. You're part of this brotherhood, whether you like it or not. Hmm, I wonder if we could please scare them first. Take your allies and you do as you wish. But I do not want to see a dead body in my alley. Hmm, I'm not comfortable killing innocents. I think they all have a, deserve a shot, a chance to be saved. Is that not what we did today with the beast mask? Everyone had a chance to save themselves. I'm not condoning violence for the sake of violence. But you're also not telling me no. He caused a whole lot of damage to one of ours. 
He mugged you. On your first arrival into Cadmian, from what you have told me, it was him that drove you to our doorstep. So you have a choice to make, Micah. Are you seeking vengeance? What oath will you make in this situation? I guess that's what we'll have to find out, won't we? He gives a nod and he says, I will leave it to your capable hands. And at that, you watch as Micah leaves the office. Mm-hmm. And what would you do? Go downstairs and we're going to bring the meat in. I'm going solo. Micah, the door opens and we have a backward shot of you. As the door opens, this averagely built man, bald head. As the door opens, your light is silhouetted from the morning sun. And you see the sunrise, and you watch as this cart rickets its way around the corner. As you step out, you close the door behind you. We cut in on a Leonin. The Leonin figure being Leonidas in his quarters at the Valiant Odyssey Adventurers Guild. What would you be doing this early in the morning? Keep it PG. Slowly. <laughs> Waking up. Okay. So you watch as the sun begins to permeate through this room. And as you look around, you're in the room and you watch as there is a knock on your door. Yes. Leonidas will get up. Is there a mirror or? Yeah, there's a mirror. Yeah, it would definitely go via the mirror. Mm-hmm. Make sure that my mane is like. It is, as always, perfectly shining. Claws. Yeah. Claws gleaming. Nice and black. Yep. Yeah. Almost magically so. Yeah, like, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to open the door. No shirt. Mm-hmm. As your glistening pectorals are met. Dance. Or dance. You see the figure of Melnon Wargon in front of you. He says, I promised you that we would discuss anything that you would like. When you were available, you must have questions. Ah, uh, yes, Captain. Uh, c- come in. He comes in <laughs> and he looks around to your room and he takes a seat. Yeah. He watches, he takes his helmet off and puts it on the table. So, uh, what brings you around here, sir? And I'm just going to kind of like tidy up the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you do the quick toss over yeah. as you um, you like put a blanket over some mess that's on the floor. As he sits down, he says, well, whispers have come to my attention. Some whispers that a party of adventurers from this here guild is traveling into the dry expanse. They're seeking an archaic. I haven't heard anything yet. Well, from what Arden tells me, he had recently received the device from Zendatus and his father that would guide this party to the Archaic. If you had not been included in that, having been a previous inhabitant of that area, yes, yes, then perhaps you could assist that party in another way. And how do you just su- suggest? They will require 
a map, a map that you will bring to them. See, I have, I'm well connected within this city. Arden is quite a dear friend. He's been kind to me. I will converse with him about some adventures that will join you on this quest. Very well, I'd, I would appreciate another I think quest. it is about time that your honor is recognized for what it is. Your status of a warrior, your pilgrimage that you are currently on is requires some travel. I will discuss with Arden that you are to be included in an upcoming quest of importance for this map. Very well, thank you. I appreciate it. He stands, walks out at the door. He turns around and says, Oh, Leonidas, yes, I know sir. you are unaccustomed to the ways of Cadmia. But as a soldier here, it is always prudent to have your bed made. Won't happen again, sir. He nods, walks out, and the door shuts. That does it for this week's episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey. Tune in next time to catch up with our heroes. And make sure you're also following our socials at Instagram so you can keep up with all the show announcements, artwork, episodes, and giveaways. We can't wait to hear from you. And remember, share this podcast to anyone who can't get enough of good stories, geeks out over narrative roleplay, and loves D&D. We'll see you next time.